Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Let Me Just Say This. I know your girl has been gone for a minute, baby. I took an impromptu hiatus. Um, was not planned like literally at all. I had only planned to maybe take a week or two off, maybe. But even then, baby, I just couldn't bring myself to record because my mental was doing gymnastics. So I took that break. I was like, okay, I'm gonna take a break. And once I'm ready and I feel settled, I'll get back into it. So I'm so happy to be back with you guys finally. I've had a lot on my mind, so this episode we will be doing a little bit of a life update, not too heavy, okay? And I want to talk about Ashanti and Kiki Palmer because I feel like, baby, these are two women who are <laughs> really, the girls on social media are dragging all this shit out to me, and I just want to give my two cents now that I'm back and I'm better. <laughs> okay, so let's just start with the life update, baby. Why did I take a break? Um, listen, I don't know about you, but 2023 has been, it's been an amazing year, but this year has been one of the mentally toughest years of my life. And specifically October, honey, October kicked my ass. October had hands, baby. October was rocking me. Like October put me out for the count. Like baby, October is a Donna's Creed. I don't know. I don't know. But honey, I, when I tell you mentally, I was in such a, a poor space and it was um, accumulation of a bunch of different things. But and I really I tried to express my seasonal depression in the best way that I can. I have posted a video on the pod YouTube channel. If you don't follow, go ahead and follow um, about mental health and going through seasonal depression. And I was going through it. Right. And that was really the beginning, but I think it just kind of got a bit worse. And it was just the point where I had so much stress and anxiety about my life that I just couldn't, I don't know. I was in such a bad place. And thank you, God, I got through that because baby, one day I just decided, honey, I'm just going to give all this shit to God and I'm going to just go with the plan. I'm going to stick with the plan and stop stressing myself out. Like, I don't know who needs to hear this. But baby, if you've been stressing yourself out about a bunch of shit you cannot control, just let it go. Just let it go. <laughs> just let it go. <laughs> because it's above you. And you're going to spend all your time stressing and crying and feeling anxious and unsure for what? For what? Everything's going to work out how it's supposed to. And patience has been my biggest challenge. If anybody knows me they know that i i'm impatient i don't let this sit okay where it's a little baby i'm not that type of person i like to know when things are happening at what time you know so i can plan and my life specifically my career was up in the air for a minute not up in the air it's just that i didn't know when things were gonna get rolling and so thank you god i'm finally starting my job i'm finally able to start my career as a civilian i actually start tomorrow this is filmed on sunday uh, the 10th, I start on the 11th. I'm really excited. Wish me some luck, okay? <laughs> but that was really hard for me. And then, of course, my friendships. Um, I have recorded an episode, actually, to post talking about toxic friendships and the end of friendships because I had a falling out with a good friend of mine. And I ended up not posting it because I felt like in that video, I was just saying some things that weren't the nicest about this person. And so I just decided to scrap that shit all together and not post it. Cause I don't want to be messy and I want to have good energy. Walking into 2024 is very important for me 
to have good energy and good spirits and mentality going into the next year because this year my god today did not turn out at all how i expect except for finding love and <laughs> i'm not gonna get too deep into it but i am in a relationship i've been in this relationship for maybe four or five months now i think about i think it's closer to five at this point but um i've been with somebody and honestly i think this is probably my first healthy relationship as an adult and it was not easy. Don't get me wrong. This shit was not easy. It took learning each other. And eventually, you guys probably will hear from him. We discuss having him on the podcast. I, I don't think he's comfortable with the being in the visual, but you will probably hear his voice at some point or a discussion between the two of us about something. Because, you know, we are different in a lot of ways that is very healthy for us. So I feel like that would be great to share with you guys. Um and also along that note, more guests on the podcast for season three. I'm planning it out very meticulously about who's going to be on, what we're going to talk about and when, because I really want to be intentional about getting these perspectives because the whole purpose of this was to get more game perspectives. So sometimes when it's just me, I feel like, okay, I'm giving my opinions, but I actually like to facilitate discourse. You feel me? So season three, expect to hear some more from different people and more guys, actually. More guys will be on the podcast in season three. <clears throat> but overall, I just needed to take care of my mental health. And that's why I took this break. I needed to take care of my spirit and I need to take care of my body, um, which I wasn't doing the best with. I, I like literally stopped going to the gym. And that's how, you know, it was kind of like, oh, my gosh, like I'm out of my element because I'm usually very consistent with that. And even that I fell off like heavy. And so don't get it wrong. No, I'm still fine as hell. Okay. But I'm just saying I, I fell out of my routine in a lot of different ways because my life was changing and nothing felt familiar anymore, you know? And it took a lot of inner discourse for me and prayer and support from my friends and my family, you know, to get through that. And it was hard. It was hard. But I made it through. And I feel like this this year has been a year of transition for a lot of people, um, obviously, including myself. And so, you know, if you don't, if you feel like you're still in your transition, I just want you to know, baby, you're going to make it through. Don't worry, you're going to make it through. And you just got to find your peace of mind. That's what I had to do. I was like, I need to find my peace of mind. You know, because everything is going to happen and work out how it's supposed to. And I, I wholeheartedly believe that. And so, you know, taking that time to get back to my healthiest self, mentally at least. And I'm not going to say I'm already there, but I'm still working on it. And I'm way better than I was before. And so that's why I'm able to be here with you right now, because before I just couldn't do it. Now, of course, in the midst of my hiatus, I've been seeing everything going on <laughs> on social media with the girlies. And I will say I, too, am tired of the trivia conversations. However, I always like to add my little two cents. OK, um, I'm not going to get into any of the crazy details of anything regarding Ashanti or Kiki Palmer or Cassie, like, 
all I will say is that I feel like as women, we are in a space where we can get it back in blood. As women, we are now in a space where we can finally be recognized and be seen when we have these terrible experiences with men. Um, and I think, you know, Ashanti, we'll start with that because Ashanti is a happy story to me. Ashanti is a happy story to me. There's a viral video of this, um, of this podcast. I think her name is Amani. Uh, she has actually a really great podcast. I like her content a lot. However, her take on Ashanti and Nelly getting back together and subsequently expecting a child together, I feel like it's such a, a negative and poor take on the shit because it really is. I feel like she used the happiness of Ashanti to spin <laughs> the narrative of getting baby mama and being a single mother and not having a ring um, before having your children and, and basically signing yourself up for struggle, struggle life and struggle love. And I'm like, I just want to be clear. A lot of these women out here are not Ashanti. You're not Ashanti, baby. Okay. That's number one. Number two, I think that it is possible for two people who, you know, ended up going their separate ways to come back together and rekindle. And you know what? I will be the first to say that Everybody isn't going to get married before they have children. Everybody isn't going to do it the quote unquote right way or the safe way. And so with Ashanti, I'm actually very happy for her because this lady has been living her life goldenly. When I tell you Ashanti is probably one of the finest women, women out there. And how old is she? She's like in her forties. Like there's no way she's been living her life, flourishing, staying and minding her business. And then for this amazing news that, okay, she's expecting a child, which is a beautiful thing, right? For this shit to come out and then it be spun like, oh, Ashanti basically was just so desperate that she decided to have a child with this man. Girl, Ashanti and Ali got so much history. This ain't just some random man. And, and it's Ashanti. Ashanti could have whoever she wanted. There's no reason to be desperate. Ashanti is a highly sought after woman. There's no reason why she would have to be desperate like i'm getting older and this is no that's that to me i feel like that was such a poor take i feel like that was such a poor take and of course it was used obviously to you know fuel this this narrative about single mothers and single parents and while i do feel like having children is ghetto and while i do feel like you know sometimes being a single parent isn't the best option I, like I've said before, I'm an advocate that, okay, if I don't fall in love and get married by a certain point and I want to have my child, I can do it by myself and I will raise my child around a tribe of people who love us. I don't have to be in a relationship to raise a healthy child, but the narrative is always, and, and honestly, there are scientific studies and statistics, right, that support that single, single parents, specifically single mothers, um, raise what what was it that the that I had seen a, a woman who said that she was like they they produce the worst you know quality basically when it comes to raising children on their own and perpetuate cycles and stuff like that. Well, I I agree to a certain extent. I feel like nowadays, as I said, women we have so much more agency now. We have way more resources now. Okay, 
And, and there are a lot of single men out there who are doing it on their own, who have resources and have tribes and are raising amazing people and can do that and can do that. I honestly, maybe it's because I'm a Sagittarius. I'm such an optimist that I feel like we should not count out people who just so happen to not be married and have children or people who just so happen to have decided to have children on their own. That's okay. I feel like there's always this thing about you're not as valuable or this thing about, you know, I saw another woman. She was just like, basically, you're taking accountability for a person that will never belong to you. And I'm like, okay, well, duh. I feel like a lot of these people who don't want kids or or talk so negatively about being single parents or talk so negatively about, you know, having kids should never have kids. I actually never want them to have kids. I never want them to have kids. I never want them to be with someone who has kids. Um, and that is okay. I completely respect that. Um, but for the people who are okay with having kids and okay with having their family and okay with maybe even doing it on their own, baby, let them live. My God, let these people live. Especially you will like Ashanti who clearly has the resources. Ashanti's not gonna be a single mother like somebody, some random person's gonna be a single mother. Ashanti's not gonna have the same single mother struggle as the average woman who's doing everything on her own, okay? This is Ashanti we're talking about. So I felt like, you know, and I would put the clip in here, but I haven't planned to put it in. And honestly, I don't care to. I feel like the clip was so dumb. Um, but either way, child, oh, my lights are turning on. <laughs> either way, baby, let these people live. I'm happy for Ashanti. And if you are a person who doesn't want to deal with someone who, who you know, wants kids out of wedlock or if you don't want to you know deal with someone who already has kids then don't then don't okay me personally <laughs> my boyfriend has children and the thing that I feel is that his children have two parents that love them that take care of them and if I can be there in, in an additional capacity as um, a positive role model in their lives if they would allow me to then I would love to do that However, um, I said this before and I'll say it again. If you're thinking that exing people who have kids out um, of your dating pool, a lot of times because it's single people who say this, it's, it'd be single people or people with just no children. Um, you're narrowing yourself down. And I feel like you're probably exing out probably good people. Good people. I don't know. I feel like we might have another conversation on family values, but I want to have more opinions on that. So maybe I'll get a group together so we can discuss further the dynamics of creating and raising a family because the shit is complicated as fuck and i feel like social media has dumbed the shit down to a trivial point that honestly it's so negative about single parenthood and parenthood in general i actually really hate it <laughs> now along those lines kiki palmer um terrible situation um, and I had posted a video on the podcast page about vetting your child's parents properly. But I would like to actually, actually, I would like to take some of that back. Because as the details continue to unfold, this is a, a woman who was in an abusive relationship. And the, the larger thing that everybody was saying, you know, we called this when he was mad about the Usher concert. You know what I'm saying? That he was probably controlling or whatever. But as the details keep coming out, I honestly can say that I don't blame Kiki for moving the way that she did with her man. 
I don't blame her for being excited and being on my man, my man, my man. Because like I said, we all want love. We are all looking for someone. When we find the person, we think it's the one. And then come to find out they're abusive or come to find out that, you know, there's this mental toll that is taken upon us in this relationship. It is hard to see. It is hard to reconcile, especially once you're in love. And it's even harder to reconcile once you have a child. I think Kiki did what exactly what she was supposed to do. Mind you, she had been dealing with this abuse from this man for a while before the child. However, after she had her baby, she moved on and leveled up. That is what you are supposed to do. You are supposed to leave when, especially I feel like you have this other little life that is relying on you. And I recognize that it's not that easy because not everybody has the resources and the means and the access that she does. But I feel like the way she handled everything and the way that she's excelling, despite the fact that there is this man preying on her downfall, childs, shout out to Kiki Palmer. Shout out to Kiki Palmer. And a lot of people are like, oh, she got baby mama or, oh, you know, now she's a single parent. Like I said, Kiki is not these regular people out here. Kiki's not the average American black woman. This is a person who has means, who has access, okay, and has a tribe. A tribe of people she don't even know. She got a comment section full of people who will love to babysit her baby and buy formula and pampers just because they fuck with her like that. Not everybody has that type of shit. And we know that. That's obvious. That's clear. So... I don't see Kiki Palmer as another woman that's like, okay, she's just got baby mama or she got played out. I feel like she did what all of us do. Fall in love with somebody, have a child with somebody, you know, move in with somebody that inherently isn't the best thing for us. And the judgment on her, I feel like it's far less, less um, harsh than it is on Ashanti. I feel like people are so, people I feel like have a soft a softer spot for Kiki because I've seen her a bit more recently and more they see that she's on her grind they see that she looks unbothered but clearly obviously all this takes a, a toll on her mental health she posted about it before in a very comedic way and that's why we love her but the shit is real and it's relatable it's relatable I don't care what nobody says the stuff that is happening with these women on social media is far more relatable than people are willing to admit okay and with Cassie, my God, I don't know if you read the um, deposition for the case. I hope that's the right word. Um, I watch the I watch Wine and Chill on YouTube. Great YouTube channel, Stephanie. She she's a lawyer, or she's not practicing anymore, but former lawyer, and she details these high profile cases, and she detailed. Um, and did a whole live stream over the Cassie case and hearing some of the things that Cassie said that Diddy had done to her and the things that she was exposed to and made to do. I don't think people realize how common that shit actually is in everyday relationships, right? And on the outside looking in, especially for these high profile people who have money, who have access, you never think, okay, yeah. That man is probably in the background being her ass. Or that man might be forcing her to take drugs and she doesn't want to. Those are things that actually happen in, in real life. So why do we put these celebrities and people on the pedestal and act like that shit doesn't happen? And with Cassie, like I said, a woman who is now in a space 
to feel safe enough to come out and tell her story. And the way, as fast as Diddy settled that shit, he did it. I don't care what nobody says, he did it. He is guilty. He is guilty. And the bigger thing is it wasn't just about Diddy, okay? She named his corporations and his businesses. And at that point, it's, it's above him. They were going to settle regardless. They were going to settle regardless. But the accusations make a lot of sense. And we always, I don't know what it is, but we always overlook the past of these people. Because people knew that Diddy abused Kim Porter. Rest in peace to her. And then turn around after she died and said he was the love of her, of his life. But while she was alive, you were putting hands on her. Diddy ran around on all these women and had a public relationship with J-Lo because it looked good, right? In the, in the background, doing all these black women dirty, right? Crazy. And we overlook it because it's Diddy. And when, I, I'm not going to lie, when Carisha was with Diddy, I was like, get it, Carisha? Because at the end of the day, that's how you're supposed to do it. You get a rich motherfucker to fund your lifestyle. However, I don't, <laughs> it's not looking too good on Carisha's end at this point, fucking with Diddy, but I don't know if Carisha was ever subjected to anything like that. And I don't know if she would ever tell us, but Cassie, it's been a long time coming. A lot of people were like, you know, why she wait so long? I, I don't think people understand that. There's a Survivors Act that was passed that gives people this year-long window to report these crimes that were usually would have been um, out of the statute of limitation, right? And this is the prime time for it to happen. And so I'm really happy that they settled the way they did. I'm happy for Cassie that she got herself out of that situation. Um, and I think it's just, a reminder that even the people that you see in these most successful relationships or the people that you see who seem to have everything, honestly be going through all of the craziest shit that you could even imagine. And I feel like in this time of TikTok and Instagram and Twitter, we spend so much time comparing ourselves to, oh my God, I wish I had a relationship like theirs. or I wish I had the type of access and the money that this person has. And you never know what type of demons they're fighting. You never know. You never know. I feel like if 2023 should have taught us any fucking thing, it should have been that you have to focus on your own life. You have to focus on what you have in front of you. Because if you're looking at what everybody else has, if you're looking at what you don't have, okay, or what you want, or what you're lusting after, or what you desire, you might get it and find out that that shit is actually... A sour apple you might find out that the grass is not fucking greener just because the person has money just because the person has access just because the person is high profile and you know i probably will talk about hypergamy and pretty privilege in another episode but that was really heavily pushed this year and a lot in 2022 as well about dating up and going to get that money and get into that bag and it sounds cute until you be in these situations like these women like Meg the Stallion, another woman who <laughs> has been on a on a public scale berated and abused and has been suffering. And honestly, Cobra, she put out Cobra. Listen, when Meg the Stallion said this pussy depressed, I'm about to stress him, baby. I felt that. 
deep in my core, deep into my core, because we be going through so much shit <laughs> and still <laughs> are expected to get up, be attractive, do all these things, work hard, go the extra mile, hold everything together. Meanwhile, everything inside of us might be crumbling all the fucking way to the ground. And I feel like we've had so many showcases of women being dragged through the mud by these men that they trusted, men that they were vulnerable with, men that they loved, like party making a whole diss track about Megan. Imagine being a grown man making an entire diss track about your ex-girlfriend all because she says she caught you cheating. And to the women who listen to Party's track and were like, oh, I believe him. He dragged her. You bitches are weird. You bitches are pygmies. You're weirdos. There should never be a time where you see a woman get dragged through the mud by a man and you find a way to excuse that shit. There should never be a time you see someone being abused and you <laughs> fix yourself to say, well, what did they do to deserve that? Be fucking for real. There's nothing that any of these women could have done to deserve how they were treated. Even Ashanti, when she was dating Nelly and when they were young and he was cheating on her. Like I said, I'm happy they came, they spun the block and now they're happily ever after and having a baby. Cool. But like I'm saying, this year we've seen it so heavily. And I do feel like the women are getting it back in blood. Because just like Summer Walker said, Every time we leave a relationship, we come back finer, stronger, wiser, thicker. We got more money. Like, we're elevating. And I feel like that's the part that they actually hate to see. Is that even though you try to break us down so fucking much, we come out of it better. My God, today, I just feel like this year has been a fucking doozy. I've seen too many traumatic things on social media i've experienced too many things that weighed so heavily on my mental fucking health and i'm ready for the year to end i'm i don't even know if i want to do a year re recap honestly i just want to give my affirmations for 2024 probably in episode 30 which is where we're going to end season two however um i am ready for this year to be over because I feel like, in all honesty, 2024 is going to be an amazing year. I really feel that, genuinely. I know we say that every year, but my God, today, I feel like 2024, because of what a lot of us have been through this year and the storms that we made it through this year, 2024 could only go up. Can only go up. And speaking that into existence and living that and walking in that and being intentional with that is the goal. That is the goal. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this season thus far. And I really, really am so happy and grateful for those of you guys who have stuck around with me <laughs> through <laughs> all my ups and downs and who will continue to support me. If you don't follow on the Instagram, go ahead and follow over there. If you don't follow on TikTok, go over there, baby, because we go up as well. And I'm so excited to be back with you guys. And You'll see me. I'm about to get active, honey. I'm about to get in my bag and standing on business from this day forth. In Jesus Christ's name, we pay amen. <laughs> All right, y'all. 
I will see you guys and get with you guys in the next one.